family and welcome to caregiving is a ministry where we look at the word of god through the lens of caregiving don't forget to follow me on facebook at caregiving is a ministry all one word today we're going to wrap up our series of shepherding in the bible we're going to look over what we've discovered in our quest to better understand what the bible says about shepherding so what have we learned we learned that a shepherd is a provider right A shepherd provides, a shepherd protects, a shepherd guides their flock, a shepherd gives rest to the flock, a shepherd comforts the flock, and a shepherd loves the flock. We learned that the very embodiment of all of these characteristics is Jesus, the good shepherd who laid down his life for his flock, you and me. We also saw how God used other shepherds throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament, right, to help guide, protect, comfort, and steer them. We saw them in the form of the apostles, Peter, James, John, um, Paul. In the Old Testament, we saw it in the form of David, who they saw as their shepherd, and then the prophets, But then today we see them as our pastors, as our priests, evangelists, prophets, teachers, and spiritual advisors. With Jesus still remaining the good shepherd that our lay shepherds are to follow. But shepherding, we learned, isn't just limited to the traditional or formal venue of a church. Within a church, I guess I can say. We learned that God uses us. You and me, as shepherds within our homes, our jobs, within our communities. That we provide protection and comfort as children of God wherever we go, or at least that's what he would like us to do. (laughs) And that he does this because he knows that everyone, well, he knows that not everyone will go to church to meet him. Right? So he places them right next door to you, his child. He places them right next to your cubicle at work or on the soccer field or in the grocery store. Fellowship and community, to me, are where the real shepherding begins with the quote-unquote flock of people from various backgrounds and ages who are assembled not out of happenstance, but strategically placed so that God could use one of us, his shepherds, to provide direction. Perhaps you're on the PTA board to provide comfort. You're a healthcare provider or a professional caregiver or a regular caregiver like I was. Love, you're a father. Guidance, you're a counselor. Protection, You're a policeman or a teacher. All of these various careers that we have can be forms of shepherding. But how many of us look at it that way? How many of us look at our jobs as as a way of shepherding the flock that God has placed within your sphere of influence? I think we just take it for granted. And we don't tie it directly to our faith. We don't remember that 
things aren't hap- happenstance for us that God has a purpose and a place everything that we do right is to bring to be a reflection of the relationship that we have with God and it is whether we consciously think of it or not either you are living a life for him you know intentional with what you're doing allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to you so you can grow and people see him in you therefore or you're not and people will see you as saying one thing I'm a Christian but doing something else cussing somebody out in the parking lot like we talked about last episode and we don't want them to see the latter what I pray is that this series on shepherding has broadened your understanding of one who God is always two what Jesus did for you and three for you to recognize shepherds within your life and for you to recognize that you are a shepherd as well that's what I hope you got out of all of this and I pray that you turn a listening ear to the shepherd so that he can help you as you shepherd those around you remembering that the way he's shepherding you now isn't just through your pastor or your your teacher, your Sunday school teacher or whatever, but through the Holy Spirit to learn to listen, to be still, and to listen what he has to say. I pray that as he's speaking to you, that you understand and you will accept that he is transforming you into the very image of Jesus. And that remembering that he does this through instruction by providing you with power, equipping you with special gifts and talents, and convicting you in the way that you should go to let go of you, our sinful paths and behaviors and to live a life that is holy, to think new thoughts and behaviors that are in a manner that are pleasing with our God. I want you to remember that it is a partnership the Holy Spirit is within you and your part is to listen to his direction and adhere to his guidance. If you do that, I guarantee God will use you everywhere you go. And I also want you to know that he is pleased. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, for this series for it has shown us that you are that one you have a master plan and that everything is working out in accordance with your plan. Thank you for giving us shepherds along the way. Thank you for giving us Jesus the good shepherd as our guide and our example but that you also given us earthly shepherds because you made us and created us for a people of fellowship first with you and then with each other. And so all of us have various roles of shepherding. And I ask, Father, that you help us to accept those roles, but to always be reliant on you helping us through them. 
thank you for being a God who never leaves us, a God who doesn't leave it up to chance, but constantly gives us the answers of choosing life. Choose to be obedient. Choose to be faithful to the things that we know that you would have us to do. Thank you, Father, for your strength, which is within us, and for the gifts that you've given us. Help us to use them to your honor and your glory. Thank you for the comfort that you provide us when we aren't feeling so loved, but reminding us that you love us unconditionally. Thank you for protecting us as we go out of our houses and into our busy lives. Thank you for giving your angels charge over us to keep us safe. And thank you for being a God who owns a cattle on a thousand hills that you provide everything that we need. And thank you for a God of providing us rest. That when we cast our cares upon you, you give us peace. And that's rest in and of itself. We love you, Lord. And even though we know our love is inadequate for you, we offer it. It's the only thing that we have. Bless each and every person who's listening today. And thank you for loving us enough for putting your love letter in a book called the Bible and speaking to us through it. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. I'm not going to tell you what our next series is, but I'll see you next episode and then you'll know. Go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.